are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. Its dim crescent or full face always puts one in a reminiscent mood. Our protagonists have reached a crescendo and have crossed the threshold of not only being friends, but comrades in arms. They have fought together at the Battle of the Plateau against the bandits. They may have uncovered treachery in the money-minded Mendrick and seek to stop him from purchasing Hayden's Hollow. As they traveled, they discovered the abandoned village of Nevelton that was raided by the Trigrovan. They were pursued by bounty hunters, ambushed by gnolls, rescued by said bounty hunters, and tracked Henley to a den of an ancave and saved her from certain consumption. Now they enter Glendale, home to Henley, to discover what is disturbing the peaceful, simple life there. What will our heroes- Wait, 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 wait. Quill, are you monologuing again? What have I told you about monologuing? I was almost finished. Speaking of interruptions, maybe if you weren't so concerned with whatever it is you do, maybe this epic that the Lady Lunatari assigned to us wouldn't have been... Look at this quaint little village. <laughs> Let's go mingle. How do I look? Hmm. Positively normal. Normal? Did this guy's self not work? Did did my magic not work? You look normal, as in you don't look like yourself. Ow. Wait, what? Never mind. Why don't you go metal? I mean, mingle. Or whatever it is you do. Uh, all right. I'll go have some fun. In chapter 14... I don't know where the human went. <laughs> Solemn am I, clever ah, and sly. Now, where was it? Ah, oh, yes. Now Welcome back, listeners, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left we have... Henley. Boudreaux. Lila Garatha. Roscoe. And Fenrir. All right, so what an eventful time we've been having. You guys have saved Henley from the monstrous creature, and you guys were able to get out of there alive. You Yay. guys... <laughs> Yay! You guys are making your way down to Gibson Whale, as Ivan has informed you to do so because of the Trigrovin problems they've been having. And you ran into kind of a, a guard that informed you that there's some problems going in Hayden's Hollow with some of the animals being taken. They're not sure what's taking them. There has been 
they have found some some uh, blood from the animals, but they really don't. They're still under investigation. So it was about three more days from Gibson Well to Glendale. And during one of those nights, Boudreaux, you are rest- resting peacefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> what kind of snore was that? <laughs> my tongue got caught in my throat. Oh, <laughs> joking. Roll a constitution saving check. No, just So as you're resting, you're having your kind of your normal little dreams. However, this time, your dreams begin to have more detail and almost feel real. And you start to see a face at first, and it looks somewhat familiar. However, it slowly turns to an unfamiliar face. However, you do recognize it as a lizard folk with two small crests starting from the edge of his nostrils that angle over his, his eyes, forming a V. His scales are a dark green, and they have a shimmer of a blue as he, and he moves and approaches you. I am a servant of the nature domain. He goes by many names, but you know him as Kundas. He has sent me with a message and a warning. First, Boudreaux, you have been accepted by Kundas as his shaman. It is his choice to spare the, spare whom he pleases. And he has chosen to spare you from the beginning. He has been mindful and watchful. He knows your heart. And to you, he blesses with the power to spare your companions once, as you have done Henley. They will be presented with a choice to return to the earth or return as they are. This is their choice. Each of your companions will have this choice, as Henley has. Second, a warning. A shadow is rising. The powers of the plains are uneasy. You and those you travel with and many others have been called to protect this plain. Though many are called, few will be chosen to challenge the shadow that comes. And it kind of does that Mufasa fade Mm. as it goes back. And you kind of jolt awake. (laughs) It is morning. Everybody's kind of fidgeting around, getting ready to go. You guys know that you guys have about almost half a day to get to Glendale. Do you guys wish to continue on? Or what would you guys like to do? I'm ready to continue on. Let's go. Come on, Bominos. Everybody, let's go. Come on, let's get to it. (laughs) (laughs) Has Bender singing the song? The joyous, joyous voice of our lovely bard here is following. In front of us, behind us? What are you doing? Probably behind. (laughs) Singing that song. (laughs) Where are we going? Glendale. (laughs) 
I hope we encounter something and we have to go backpack, backpack. <laughs> Swiper, <laughs> no swiping. <laughs> or, or I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map. No, we don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly Dora appears. <laughs> She's been summoned. She's a demon. <laughs> you, just, you just summoned her to the oh, no. She's going to put us all in her backpack. Psych, what we thought was uh, Lila's sorcerer powers showing themselves, she's really a warlock. <laughs> and she's sworn allegiance to Dora. I think I have to make that now. Anyways. I agree. She's an explorer. Hey, so you guys head to De- Glendale. A demon explorer. What's your name? Well, that's why she has her little people to go and explore for her because she physically can't. Mm. That's right. (laughs) You guys travel for another couple hours and you pass several farms of animals and crops. Then as you get closer to the, you see far off, you see a tree, a forest. As you get closer to the tree line, you see Glendale. Glendale is a small farming hamlet bordering the Hill Tudor Forest. However, the locals call this part of the forest Rowan Wood. Glendale is pretty spread out. Some, farmer, some farms are closer to the forest line, and others are more in the open plain. You guys enter the city, and it kind of there's not a lot of buildings around here. They kind of circle this, this point, which there's a statue in the middle. And in, the sta- in there, it has a little plaque. And in the plaque, it says... In honor of Hagen Thornton, hero of Glendale. There's a general goods store that you see. There seems to be a blacksmith and some other little miscellaneous shops. Um, as you guys came in, you guys saw like a big range of horses and a guy out there training them. And action! Well, this is Glendale. So, what do we need to do? We need to see if we can uh, procure some more horses. Correct? Me and Fenrir need horses. Right. Where's do you think is the best place to do that? Well, there's a, a ranch range over there for horses, but I really need to see my family. Well, I can go I'll go talk to the guy about a couple of horses while you if you want to go while you go talk to your family and stuff. We'd And I'm sure the um, minister here would like to check and make sure everyone's okay too. The what? <laughs> the minister. She's the leader here. I don't know her very well. She's kind of new. Okay. All right. Do we need to check in with her first then before we go anywhere? Probably. She might be able to help us get horses too. All right. What else do we need to do? Um, Roscoe, was it just that and more rations, refueling? Yeah. And then we're gone? Wait a second. <laughs> I still want a silver dagger. Do you think we can get that here? Probably not. Okay, then I will wait, okay? <laughs> you and me, we can go uh we can go shopping when we get to Avalon before then. Garotha has some contacts that might be of uh, some use with that, maybe maybe not. Sound like a good idea. We can try to go to the general goods store and see what they have. I need to pass by there anyway to see if we can get some you know, health potions or and restock my crossbow bolts. 
There is a lady that makes health potions, though they're not that great. Ooh, I want to meet this lady. <laughs> uh, but I kind of want you guys to meet my family, too. Well, first things first, let's go check in with this lovely little minister, and then we should probably go from there. What do you say, boss man? Hey, if that, I mean, this is Henley's town. If that's what she thinks step one should be, let's lead the way. And why do we need and to see a minister? Small town, adventurers coming in town. She likes, it's important to She likes to know what's going on. Keep tabs and know what's going on. Okay. We it's, are pretty important people, you know. Oh, no, like, you, you, you had no idea. <laughs> it's like walking into the hollow and saying, hey, I'm here, and then not thinking... Everybody thinking you're suspicious because you haven't checked in with anybody. But the minister's house is over here. All right, let's go. Yeah, you head over to... Well, is that you doing donkey? <laughs> yeah, giddy up, bone donkey. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Henley, you guide him to where uh, the office building is, where <clears throat> you know Veronica Bell's. When we knock, sorry. You can knock if you want to. <laughs> you can just barge in, your choice. <laughs> no, we definitely knock. We definitely knock. I just barge between, in. Uh, yeah, he would just barge in. Kay. But between probably Lila and uh, Henley over there, we'd probably like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need to walk into upon a lady unannounced. Okay, <laughs> so as you knock, you hear a come in. You open the door. And there you see, in kind of in front of a small desk, a human female. She has blonde hair that's done in a tight bun. She's on the thinner side. She's about 5'7". She seems to be almost like kind of late 40s, early 50s. Um, you see that on her desk, things are very organized. As you look around the room, things are in their place. There's a place for everything. Like... Almost OCD organized, or just she's just very just well. very organized person. Okay. She's not OCD. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I am Veronica Bells. How may I help you? Oh, Henley, it's good to see you. I didn't realize you were coming. Yeah, I didn't. We were just on our way to Avalon, and we wanted to restock supplies here and get horses. Oh, good. Well, we'll. Try and help you as much as you can get. I know that Eldon is getting ready to send some of his horses up, up to Avalon. Though, you could see if you can try and buy some from him. And, um, what do you know about the, what the villagers are all scared of? Ah, yes. Well, there we've been having some problems with some creature taking some of the livestock away. The Clintons have been hit the worst, though other farms around here have suffered some damage as well. A lot of them are starting to move them out to the plains, getting them away from the forest edge. Um, actually, my husband should be b back anytime soon to him and a couple other men of the village went to go scout it out. It's getting... I don't know where these attacks have come from. The... It seems like ever since the wood elves have, you know, kind of disappeared out of the forest, that we've had a, traps being destroyed, 
some hunters are having strange experiences and people don't want to go in the forest anymore. That's concerning. Um, are my fam is my family okay? Oh, yeah. They're they're doing well. Before we get much further, I'll introduce my friends. Um Hello, my name Boudreau. He puts out a hand. <laughs> she gently takes it. Not like offensively, that's just her kind of character. Like a Boudreau. flabby hand. Yeah. Um, this is Lila Garatha. Same thing. I'm just gonna nod. Hand. I'm not gonna I'm gonna fold my arms and just nod at her. And Roscoe. Kay. Bow. Okay. And Fenrir. Hi. You can also call me Fenny or Fenrir. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't call him Fenrir. <laughs> no, that's just his thing. Sorry. But my, do I have a story for you? You want to hear? Fenny. Fenny. Maybe. But, but, maybe at another uh, time. Okay. Well, I don't know but I'm a sure good idea. you guys are... <laughs> I'm sure you're anxious to go see your family. Um, if I have any other news, I'll, I'll let you know. Thank you, Minister. Yeah. As you guys turn to go, you hear the door just open. In comes in a large-bailed male. He has a long ponytail. He's about 6'3", also in his early 50s. He has a large kind of graying brown beard, very rugged-looking. Oh, Lionel, this is, this is my husband. What have you found out? He kind of glances at everybody, and he's like, who are these guys? I'm going to be and your best friend. That's what I'm going to be. <laughs> uh, hmm. Hi. He kind of looks at you for a minute. Oh, Henley, it's good to see you back. Good to be back. These are my... Friends, mm -hmm. Boudreaux, okay. Lila Garatha, okay. Roscoe, Sup. and Fenrir. Hey, man. What's up? Not much. Do you want to hear a story? Not really. Oh. Thanks, okay. Thanks for the offer, I guess. Um, I think he had a story to probably tell Veronica because she just said he was just getting back from the scouting party. What did you find out? Oh, I guess you've been hearing about that. Well, me and the boys were out there scouting things out. And we found these prints. They almost look like bear prints, but they're much larger. We've been talking to some of the locals, some of the farm people, the Clintons especially, and they said that this creature is almost like seven to nine feet tall. They, there's mixed accounts that it has like a, a low growl like a bear, but some of them says it's a kind of a low screech, like a, some kind of bird. Well, that really doesn't make any sense. We have seen some kind of evidence that throughout the forest there's, you know, big branches that have been broken off that a normal bear wouldn't make. But we're going to keep looking. We're going to catch this thing. Let me ask you a question. Mm. How much silver do you have in this little town right here? How, how much silver? Yeah, like no, I don't want it for myself. I just, I just wondering like your weapons and stuff. You know, like like a knife, like a butter knife, maybe. I, I don't care. Just how much silver you got? Who makes weapons out of silver? So Boudreaux, why do we need silver? 
Well, uh, you know the the weird creature in the, the, the town. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, apparently, silver really good against them. You really think they got this far? I don't know. I just wanted to say, you know. Could be. It sounds really big and like really weird. And so I bet that that's one of them creatures. Mm -hmm. What kind of creature? <coughs> Rocco, you tell them <coughs> right now. <coughs> so there's these potentially rare creatures out there that we have encountered a little bit back. From whoa, whoa, whoa. Rare creatures? Yeah, they're kind of like, like. What? I've never heard of anything like this. They're, they're big wild animals that have. When they're dangerous. We'll leave it at that. Okay. You'll know them when you see them because they don't look like anything you've ever seen before. Or like oversized versions of probably things that you've seen before. Right. And they call so whale like creatures? dire creatures. Like a dire wolf or a dire bear. I've run into a few of those. Mm, but different. You see, they call whale creatures because once upon a time they'd be human and then they turn into scary animal and that's why you call them where because you don't know where the human were but they can turn into a creature animal and so <laughs> they, they, they don't go where we're creatures that was great that was awesome <laughs> don't know where the human went <laughs> that was a great explanation she's not wrong he's not wrong he's not wrong and it, <laughs> And it was glorious. Oh. <laughs> this is definitely title named I Don't Know Where the Human Went. <laughs> where? Because of where did it go? <laughs> oh, That's gosh. it. The okay, so was I'm gonna, worth it. <laughs> I'm going to step up, kind of step up. I'm going to be like, it sounds crazy and it sounds wild, but I will tell you what, what he's talking about is, is real. Mm -hmm. I personally have fought them. Mm -hmm. We're still not 100% sure why it's happening or how it's happening or what's happening. That's right. Mm -hmm. That could possibly be what you're dealing with. I don't know. For some reason, Boudreaux over here thinks that silver will be incredibly handy. It, we, it's been tested. It's real. Tested on what? Do you do, do, do you know yourself? Am I supposed to? Uh, well, you, you see, uh, Rochelle, and, uh, well, she's a friend of mine, and we, uh, the, we, um, we got attacked by the wet creatures, and he was one of our friends once upon a time, and well, he turned, and they found out that that the silver actually hurt better, hurt them better, because well, it does, and that the uh, like. Other weapons, you know, like normal stuff that we use, like stabby stabby and like sticks and stuff, they, they don't even work as well. Mm -hmm. He just like dumbfounded <laughs> looks at looks Henley at Henley is honestly embarrassed. <laughs> so it's common knowledge to those of us that have been in the hollow before that she was going down when she wasn't with Willow that she was helping Rochelle, right? Ro Roscoe would know. I think there would be kind of common knowledge that there are those creatures. You just wouldn't necessarily know that Boudreaux was going down okay. to help R Rochelle. Henley, you would know about the monsters. I know. I know about the monsters. But this whole silver thing, yeah, you guys have been like, this is new to us. 
I still don't think that this is a were creature. There are other weird um, creatures out there. It's true. One tried eating you. Thank you for that <laughs> reminder. <laughs> um anyway, let's go. On the way out. Like so we're gonna are we gonna start walking out then? Before you guys walk out, okay. Veronica, are you guys up for a job? You guys mentioned that you guys needed horses and supplies. If you could possibly take care of this for us, I'm sure we could arrange you for this to happen. Is Roscoe going to speak up? Because if Roscoe's not, why are we going to? Um, I mean, we, we definitely need to get to Avalon. Give us a minute to step out and kind of discuss amongst each other. I know we are on a pretty time-sensitive schedule, but give us a minute to kind of talk amongst ourselves and we might we might be able to spare like one night and see what we can come up with, but I don't know that we can stay much longer than that. We really don't need their help, Veronica. We can handle this. Yes, but it would be easier if we could just have somebody else do it for us and they're obviously more trained than us. Yeah, we can do it. Me and the boys can let us, let them discuss it, and then we'll search our other options. Ah, all right. How much do you think two horses would cost? I'm not familiar with how much Eldon pays his horse, charges for his horses. Where can we find Eldon? So the way that, did you guys come from Gibson Well? Yes. If you head back up towards Gibson Well, you'll be able to see his ranch. We passed it on the way in. It's the only one that has horses. Okay. Do we go discuss? Yeah, let's step out for a minute. It was good to see you, Henley. It was good to see you too, Minister. She nods. And you guys exit. Fenrir, what do you think? I don't know about you guys, but I don't have a lot of gold. And depending on how much Eldon's going to charge, this, this may be the only way that we have to to get these horses in order to get to Avalon as quickly as possible. And um, I would rest easier if it was taken care of. I mean, how long to Avalon on foot? If we get horses, it will take us a few days less than if we, some of us walked from here to Avalon. So horses would only speed us up by a couple of days? Yes. So is it worth getting horses, or should we just... Start to Avalon. I mean, strategically, if we're gonna get attacked, it might be nicer to be on horses. However, if it's only, what, two, three more days, then when we get to Avalon, we have to find boarding for all the horses. We have to, it's a lot more work long term. We could just sell the horses. We could, well, I'm not selling my horse. Not your horse, but the ones we pick up from here. So, it, I. I think before we do anything, we should go and see how much the the selling price is for this, and then kind of go from there. Negotiate we, up. We've the wasted a lot of time. We really should almost be there by now. By now, who knows? Mendrick could already have the hollow by now. For all we know, we've been out quite a while. It's what you said midday, right? Yeah, it's about midday. Let's go real quick. Talk to the guy about the horses. See what that cost is. That way we have some sort of leverage um, so we know kind of what we're looking for. 
<clears throat> I think we can spare one day, but if we don't if we don't turn up anything by you know nightfall tomorrow, sleep tomorrow night and first night first morning you know first light next morning we make for Avalon. We can't. It's your hometown, so I don't want to completely abandon it. But we also we have an entire town that's already waiting on us. <laughs> so if we they've got. 24 hours, you know, tomorrow night, if we can find something by tomorrow night and take care of it, let, let's go that route. That'll give us a little bit of time here. We can get one or two good nights of rest, solid rest in here, and we can push a little harder to Avalon. But I don't want to spend too much more time after that because, like Lila said, we are quickly running out of time for, for the hollow. Is that reasonable, Henley? Yeah. And the, those guys did say that they have discovered, you know, and I'm sure they got it. They seem strong, got a little dirt on their nose. <laughs> I saw that they're strong, man. Doesn't mean a few of them will die. Yeah, well, we could die and never get that either. However, it being your hometown, I agree with Roscoe. Give one day, see what we can do. And then we go from there. And we wouldn't have to pay for the horses. Which would be a huge plus. If, if we take care of this. There's no guarantee if we find nothing that they're going to help us out still. Just throwing it out there. I don't want to be the negative Nelly here. However. Perhaps and, uh, a certain dungeon master will take care of us. <laughs> Maybe Kundas will bless us. Kundas bless us. But let, let me say, though, uh, when we leave Avalon, we are gonna need uh, some more, uh, some more riding to get there, so that we can get to the Hollow faster. Yep. And if we can get them for free, I mean, absolutely. Uh, Henley, Fenrir, and Boudreau, why don't you guys go talk to Eldon about the horses? Me and Lila will stop, step back in, and talk to Lionel um, about kind of what they've discovered, so we can kind of start getting an idea of where to start. So that way we have more time, you know, killing two birds with one stone and we can get things moving along. Because I definitely want to help. I don't want to leave, you know, your family stranded or anything. But I don't think there's a need for five of us to go buy two horses. Definitely not. Especially because it's Fenrir and I that need the horses. And maybe Boudreaux, if you want to swing by the, uh, the potion master and see what they got. Oh, I would like that. <laughs> we can kind of just split up and get things taken care of and meet back here in like an hour and come up with a game plan and discuss terms with the minister. Since it's going to be Henley and Fenny going to go get the horses, Lila's going to hand that bag of copper that we found on the way out of the hollow. Right, the one you found at yeah. Nivelton. Mm -hmm. To him and To me? Say, yeah. Him say, now I've counted this and I know exactly how many pieces are here. If you cannot get a reasonable price, I will recount it when you get back. How much is in here? Don't ask. It's heavy. That's how much. If it's a reasonable price, you can... What, 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 what if I could buy some silver with it? <gasps> That's a good they, idea. They just said they don't have a whole lot of silver here. And what? any silver that they have, if these are rare creatures, they're going to need here. 
horses well, are uh, our main objective. Aren't we? Don't we need some silver too? I'm sure someone got a silver button after. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Just forget it. I'm gonna keep it. No, no, no. I'll, I'll make well, sure. I'll only take it. I'll only the buy anyway. the horses. Well, you're not buying the horses. You're finding out how much the horses are going to cost so we can figure out, come to terms with the minister. It was more for negotiating tactics. I'm going to take it and run. <laughs> out the other way. <laughs> and I'm going to yell, I counted it. I know how much is there. I'm going to raise it. I'm going to like turn around and be like, yeah. Boudreaux, my uh, thumbs up. My thumbs up in the air. Da, 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 da. Uh, I'm gonna look at Henley and be like, "Please, Henry's sure going to Vegas." Woodrow <laughs> looks at both. No, um, I'm gonna look at Henley and I'm gonna say, "Please make sure that gets back to me. This is a sign of goodwill." And I, after that encounter, I don't have much will for him at this point. Woodrow <laughs> um, looks do what between. I can. Um, Lila and Garatha and Fenrir and runs after Fenrir. Okay, <laughs> you're following him. Henley? I will point I to the potion the potion place. Oh, oh Boudreau got distracted. He's off to <laughs> Fenrir now. Ow. Dang it. You can change his mind partly through whatever. Um, Boudreau, your, the your choice. potion. You're going to have to yell at him. The potion, I'm with Fenrir. Oh. <laughs> You're running too? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't really, yeah. Okay. Um, the, uh, the potion <laughs> place is back in town. He stops. Oh, that right. And then he leaves. Red starts running the other way. Calls Donkey. Yeah, Donkey's following you behind you. Fenrir and Henley, you're taking off. It's going to, Henley, you know that it's going to take about, about two hours to get down to his ranch. It's quite a ways out. Two hours? It's a midday. A lot of running, Fenny. Because <laughs> my money. He's a wood elf. Maybe he's uh, you should. Uh, well, he's a bard, so maybe he's not so conditioned anymore. <laughs> She'd be more conditioned than he would be. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will yell back. It's gonna take us four hours to get to the ranch and back. Rip. Oh, in that case, a donkey. Follow them, and he's. <laughs> what if we take the? What if we take their horses? You're not taking my horse. You're okay. gonna take my money. <laughs> he slaps donkeys, but none of their horses the are big enough for us, except for Lila's horse. Donkey would be fine because he has more of a pony. Donkey. Riding horse. It's a riding horse. I want to see you he guys. Have like a fancy little ride thing to get up on too. Hobbits ride riding horses all the time. <laughs> One rides it into battle. Yeehaw! With somebody else. They've got donkey. They can't both ride donkey. They could. And donkey just walked half a half a yeah, just walked half a day riding or you riding it. All right, so They'll in still character, Lila's going to say to Roscoe, um, if it's going to take a few hours for that, do we just want to start heading that way after we get whatever information we need here and try and round up Boudreaux? Yeah. Because <laughs> the potion place isn't real far from where we're at, right? No, it's in town as well. So, yeah, let's go, let's go talk to Lionel and the minister, and then we'll go... Gather up Boudreaux, make sure he's not causing chaos in the potion shop, and head out, meet up with him, and go from there, I guess. Boudreaux's uh, always going to be causing mischief somewhere. You know, I'm actually starting to rethink liking that man at this point. <laughs> I'm going to just walk back in. Okay. 
<laughs> too kind of open the door. Too awkward for Roscoe. <laughs> too awkward for Roscoe. <laughs> no. Well, you know what I meant. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, so yeah, I walk back in and okay. just you know, knock and then open the door, you know, courtesy and stuff. And okay. That hobbit cur- or that halfling courtesy he has. Knock, knock. Veronica's still in the room. Lionel is, seems to be gone. Um, she's like, you have you made your decision? We, tentatively, yes. We've got a couple of our parties out going to check out the horses and kind of see, you know, see the price on that. Obviously, we want to help, but we also, I mean, we want to get paid a fair wage for what we're doing. So if the horses are cheap or, you know, we, we just want to make sure we're, we're taken care of, basically. We've got a long ride ahead of us and everything. But while they're doing that, uh, Lila and I here wanted to get some some more details kind of on the situation and kind of what, you know, tracks, what stuff you guys have discovered, if you've got kind of a general area this creature is hanging out in or something that could help us. Um, we don't have real long. We've got till end of night tomorrow. We're going to rest tomorrow night and then head out, regardless of what, where we're at with everything, at Avalon uh, the following morning. We do have other priorities, but this being Henley's home, we want to, you know, try and help out still so yes um Lionel is in the back you may go back there and ask him any questions that you need to um you could go talk to some of the other farmers around to see what other information that that they have for you okay cool so well thank you and we'll go talk to Lionel as we'll start there he's been he's been the one out doing a lot of the tracking and stuff right so he's probably got the most the best information correct okay thank you so we'll Wander in the back room. And so you wander in the back. Um, you see the back door open, and you can hear some water splashing. As you head out that way, you see Lionel in kind of a watering trough. He's just kind of washing up. He's washing the dirt off his nose? Washing the dirt off. That's what I thought. Thank you. <laughs> yep. And he t- like starts patting his, takes like a towel, starts patting off a piece of cloth, starts patting his face, turns around. He's like, so you after this beast? We're going to try and help. Um, you know, guys just telling the minister we don't have much time, but we're here for a night or two. We want to make sure you guys are safe and take care of Henley's family. She's part of our crew. Um, so, I mean, we're willing to help. If you want to go out with us and go hunting with us, you're more than welcome to. If you've got any any details that you can give us that would help us point us in the right direction, that'd be appreciated. If, We've been told it comes from the forest, but it's a big forest. So if you've got any any information that could help us, it would be greatly appreciated. He kind of like starts rolling his shoulders, stretching a little bit. The information that I've found out from the farmers and whatnot is that it's some big creature. Nobody's, some people have claimed that they've seen it, but I don't know how some of these people could see it because it's dark. It seems to only be tar- attacking at night. Never comes out in the di- during the day. The Clintons say that it has some kind of loud screech, as I was telling you guys before. But whatever it is, it's a big one. It's bigger than any bear that I've ever seen. Because I've seen some footprints, of course. But this thing's massive. It seems to have some of the biggest claws that I've ever seen. Oh, boy. So... 
I'm more than willing to join you if you'll have me. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the more the merrier. Is there anyone else you think we should talk to or, I mean, anyone else that you haven't talked to that you'd like to talk to to get a little more information or? I mean, you could always go talk to them yourself. Maybe they'll, if you present yourselves as adventurers or, you know, maybe. We're here to help. Maybe they'll give you a little more information. Me, I'm not much liked around these parts because I'm more rough and tumble than most of these farmers around here. I like to rough up some people every now and then, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and they don't seem to like it very much. Uh, Roscoe, maybe if you want to talk to somebody, I, I maybe should keep quiet then, because it sounds like uh, this lovely little gentleman and I have some similarities that way. Okay. All right, well, we'll go talk to uh, a couple other farmers real quick, and we'll probably out to meet up with our group in about an hour they just headed out to the the ranch to get um some horses and stuff or mm -hmm. you know Price. look at procuring some prices so um if you want to go with us maybe be ready in about an hour and we'll come back by and grab you and head up that way and go from there yeah sure just grab a bite to eat real fast and i'll see you in an hour cool thank you you're welcome do halflings say cool this one does, because he's cool. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are heading to just talk to kind of local just, farmers. Yeah, just kind of, I mean. Excuse me, sir. One, Excuse me, sir. You know, just making our way, trying not to be like, you know, stirring anything up or anything, just kind of being inquisitive, looking for, oh, I hear you've got this, or you've dealt with this. Do you guys know anything about it? Or, you know, kind of trying to see if I can get some different details that might point, or, you know, some some of the same details from, multiple people that might eliminate options or kind of point us in the right direction or something like that. Okay. There are a few people in town. Looks like they're doing some shopping, picking up some supplies or whatnot. So you're free to stop by, stop anybody in the street and see. Just stop the first guy I come up to. Okay. Excuse me, sir. Something like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Who? Uh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, well, I've never met one of you before. What, what, what yeah. are you, son? Uh, uh, we don't get out much. Yeah. Uh, I'm a halfling. I come from uh, Hayden's Hollow. Oh, what a lovely little halflings. I hear you guys make some really good food up there. Yes, yes, we do. We wonderful, pride ourselves wonderful. on it. Wonderful, That's great. What, 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 about the, what about you, miss? What, uh, you're different. Is she, can she talk? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, she usually talks pretty okay. I'm not sure. Hmm. She must be just a little very strange. The little a little, little shy right now. Little pointy pointy teeth that are, that are picking out. That it's. Hmm. Lila's gonna take her hand and put him over her a little. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what brings you to, to uh, town? We're just passing through. Um, we're on our way to Avalon and stuff, but yeah, we. Yeah, Glendale is such a lovely place. Lovely place. It is. It is. It's, you're looking to stay? Uh, no. Just for a night, maybe oh, two. No, <laughs> that, that's a um, shame. We could we could do with more more pleasant people like you. Well, thank you. Um, we are looking kind Where of. Where did you guys come from? Um, we're we're looking into that creature that everybody says is running around here. Oh yes, I've I've heard of many have, things like. Have that, you yes. seen anything personally, or know anything about it, or you just heard stories from other people, or? Oh, I just heard these, these crazy stories. 
Like there was one of the, the one of the Clintons. I hmm, I don't remember which one, but they were telling me that this beast stood up on on its two legs, and it reached the sky like twelve feet tall, and it made some kind of kind of screech. You almost said it was like a like a really angry owl. <laughs> but like but but it was like the size of a bear bro and it went and it like scooped up five of its sheep in its mouth and just went along well that sounds just exciting oh yes yes it's and it's terrifying dreadfully terrible never mm. heard of anything like that before yeah, we I mean, used to never get any of these kind of stories around here although we did just recently encounter a giant bug so that was new as well oh we're a giant bug, you say. That's, that's too too bad Fenrir isn't here. He would be telling stories um, to this guy. Uh, if, if we have time, I'll send my bard your way. He'll he's got he's got stories for you. Oh, you have a friend that's a bard. Uh, yes, oh, lovely, yes, lovely. Yes, we do. Is he gonna be able to do a show? I would love for him to do shows. I love listening. Fenrir's to Fenrir's gonna make bank. <laughs> uh, we'll oh. s- we'll see if we have time. <laughs> like I said, we were we're we're in a bit of a time crunch um oh really and, why, why is that well i gotta get to avalon oh well yeah glendale is on the way to avalon that's mm-hmm. for sure yep that's what we've been i guess told, unless so. you were coming from the north and it's kind of silly for you to travel all no. the way down here south to, sometimes you <laughs> misunderstand directions and you think someone said something and they said something else and silly hobbits mm, we get yes, distracted yes. sometimes halflings. halflings we get distracted <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Your nerd yes. is showing. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Um, and what was your name? So I can send my bard your way? My name is Trevor. Trevor Greenwood. All right, Trevor. Well, thank you so much. Can you point me in the way of the Clintons? Ah, uh, yes. If you follow this tree line here and you keep going east, there will be the kind of third farmstead that you run into. But how long of a walk is that? Oh, hmm. What you got to do, if you don't want to waste any time, you need to go around that Thornton place. They're just always, those little, those little kids are always causing trouble. So <laughs> if you actually go to the second one and go around the third one, so it'll probably take you about 45 minutes to an hour of a walk. Cool. But make sure you go around the Thornton place. Cool. Those kids are menaces. Around the Thornton place. Okay. Um, thank you. Yes, yes. And please send that bard my way. It is, I would love to hear a, a lovely story of theirs. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Um, oh, 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 what was your name? I didn't even... I'm so rude of me. Uh, my name is name? Roscoe. That's it. And, and your lady friend here? Her name is Lila. Mm, nice to meet uh, you. Becky's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in character. <laughs> Oh, it was a pleasure. It's a pleasure. You as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Like you have a yeah, wonderful day. You as well. And I'm going to turn and just walk straight to the potion place. <laughs> I'm going to give him like the half fist salute. We'll bow there, not say a word, and walk away. Okay, Boudreaux. So while they're heading to the minister's place, you walk into the potion little herbalist shop. Are you just walking in? Or are you knocking? What are you doing? I just walk in. Okay. You just walk in. 
Around you, you see a bunch of plants and leaves and roots and what you would find in an herbalist place. You're liking this. You're like, yeah, this is my type of place. Sitting behind like kind of a small table. It kind of has some mortar and pestle. And it seems like you see this old lady. Gray hair, but it's nice. Her hair is nicely tucked into a small little bun. She looks very frail. But she looks like she has fallen asleep. So he walks in and he sees this and he's like... And he sits across the other side of the table. <laughs> okay. So he sits down. And um, what's in front of him? So in front of him, you see a bunch of different herbs and whatnot. From your kind of expertise in herbalisms, you notice that all the herbs she's making seem to be some kind of potion of healing. Mm-hmm. Or something to at least re- give you energy or rejuvenate you. Is there anything I don't recognize? Um, you pretty much recognize most of this stuff. Hmm, okay. Um, well, actually, let's make a medicine check. Okay. And see oh, how much wow. of this... First roll of the game. <laughs> uh, that's a critical one. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, so excited to finally use my stuff, and I'm like, wow. You're just so exhausted and excited to be somewhere like this again. You're just, oh, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? (laughs) There's color everywhere. What's this? There's aroma in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Rujo, but it's not fair. What's this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Are you sure you're not a Encore, encore. <laughs> Anyways, you're just kind of in awe about how much stuff is in here. It's hard to identify things. Um, Reminds yeah. me of home a little bit. Yeah, you could remind you of home a little bit. Kind of, maybe that's what distracts you. Just seeing the herbs around kind of reminds you of Mama Frizz's little shack that she had so then i'm just gonna be sitting there i guess and just be pondering about this vision that i've had and just be like reminiscing about my past and wondering man why do i have this purpose i really don't feel like this is something i should have i'm not a lizard folk and i shouldn't even have the gourd in the first place and just Reminiscing and pondering. So you're sitting there reminiscing for about 10, 15 minutes. And you hear the... (laughs) Oh, you're you're back. Could you please hand me that shrub right there, dearie? Oh, that's right. Sure, I'll give it to you. And hands it over. Oh, it sounds like you're coming down with a little cold. I... I, I can fix you up. Just, just give me one minute. Oh, that would be very nice. Thank you. And he uh, wiggles in his chair. <laughs> so she's slow and frail. She's just grabbing the little sage that you got for her, and she's slowly grinding. Like it's <laughs> painful as as she's just grinding this. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you hand me some more of that? That. Oh, dear, I've forgotten the name. I know, Dyke, what are you talking about? And he hands it to you. Oh, thank you, dearie. We really got to look into that. 
that that voice of yours, it's way different. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. Mm. Well, my money, Boudreaux. <laughs> Boo. Boo. You're not Clyde? Uh, who are you? My name Boudreaux. I just wanted to come check out your shop. You know, I heard that it was really cool. Oh, well, 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 well welcome to to my little herbalist hut here. Oh, uh, what, what could I interest you in? Uh, what's your health potion like, yeah? Oh, you need some health potions. Well, oh, if you have anything else, though, I would love to hear all about them. Well, I do have some potions that that can give you an extra boost in your day. You let her extra kick, if you if you know what I'm saying. You know, whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> I also have some that can you know help you sleep, help you get a good night's rest. Oh, yeah, that, that's not too hard to do. I think I can do that one on my own. But thank you so much. I oh, appreciate okay. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't happen to dabble in the, the poison at all, yeah? No, that stuff's, that stuff's bad. We don't deal with any kind of poisons, though I know how to um, cure most po- poisons. Oh, you got any of those over there? Mm, yes, yes. What, what? Is that what's wrong with your voice? You've been poisoned. Uh, no, this is how I sound. <laughs> you see, uh, my name Boudreaux. <laughs> oh, nice to meet you, Boudreaux. Can, uh, how much are your health potions? Well, I sell my health potions for, for 15 silver. 15 silver. Let me see now. I got this bag of stuff in here. Uh, here, yeah. Hands you over a bag of... 160 silver pieces? 160. Oh, well, I I only have five in stock. Oh, well, that take all five then. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, w- I will get you your change. Oh, thank you. Okay, so he hands you, she hands you over five potions. Okay. And just for player knowledge, these potions are a little less potent yeah. than, than other ones. So these ones only give 1d4 plus 2. Okay, here you go, son. Here's oh, your... thank you, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. And he slides it off the table and into his bag. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a clatter. Yes, well, if you see Clyde around, tell him I, I need his help. He's supposed to be learning from me, and that boy just wanders away so often. Oh. What? All right, yeah, yeah, I'll go find him for you, yeah? And he leaves. <laughs> nice to meet you, ma'am. Thank you. And he slams the door and, like, knocks a picture frame off the wall. <laughs> Is that you, Clyde? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fun has arrived. Okay, uh, <laughs> with that, I think that's where we're going to end it tonight. Thank you, everybody, for Aww. listening <laughs> to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. A uh, big shout out to D.A. Nichols, who writes our music. She's an amazing person. Go check out her RPG at drivethroughrpg.com. Shields of Power. We got social medias. Check out our show notes. They're all there. We also have an email. Check it out in the show notes as well. I am your dungeon master, Dave. And to my right, we have... Fenrir. Roscoe. Garoth and Lila. 
Bodo. And Henley. And please join us for next time as we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye.